0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, only about 13 or so minutes long, but it keeps us in God's Word every day. That helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and to have a better, more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. But it also helps us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Help people in your life whom you know, and maybe some you don't, but help people in your life grow stronger in their faith, focus more on their relationship with God, and think about their soul's salvation. Eternity's coming. Share these short studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Help somebody get to heaven by sharing these studies with them. That'll be a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. Making the statement, giving the encouragement, the charge, if you would, don't let the devil win. He is your gravest, your deadliest, your most determined of all enemies, of all enemies, Now we began by asking the question, what if you knew there was somebody out there who wanted to do you in? You might know their identity or you might not, but you knew beyond any doubt for a fact that somebody out there was after you and they were wanting to do you in. What precautions would you take? What thoughts, processes would go through your mind? How would you be alert and on guard? What safety measures would you set up? Well, those are all intriguing thoughts. But there is somebody out there who is determined to get you, to bring you down, to lead you to eternal condemnation. And that's the devil. Again, the apostle Peter wrote in first Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, Be sober, be vigilant, strong words because your adversary, your enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for you. He wants to lead you to eternal destruction in hell. James uh, P- uh, Peter goes on and says resist him steadfast in the faith. In other words, you can resist the devil by staying steadfast in your faithfulness. And that means not only believing in God, but living by God's teachings, his word communicated to us through the scriptures, the Bible. If we live by those teachings, we can resist the devil. We can be victorious over the devil. We can overcome him. He won't win if we're faithful to God through our lifestyle, living by his teachings. But if we're careless, if we're just kind of come see, come sigh, you know, not focused properly, the devil can win. Don't let the devil win. Resist him steadfast in the faith. Again, Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, the sad fact of the matter is that many people are walking by the devil's lead. For many walk, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. Does that describe you? Is that the lifestyle you're living, focused on earthly things, worldly matters, worldly living, sinfulness? sinful lifestyles? Well, if that's the way you're living, then the devil's got you. And if you keep living in that way, he will be successful in bringing you down eternally. Eternal condemnation in hell. A place, an existence too horrible to contemplate. But God sent Jesus in this world to give you the way out of that, to give you the opportunity for a do-over. Again, Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So many people have let the devil convince them that it is too hard to live the Christian life. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The devil wants to delude you into thinking otherwise. You need to make up your mind. As Paul wrote in Colossians 3 and verse 2, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth, not on worldly matters. Again, the apostle John wrote in 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 through 17 that if we're living by the ways of the world, then we're not demonstrating love for God and that the ways of the world are going to come to an end. But he who walks with God in faithfulness consistently will have eternal life. Again, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. And I, I paraphrase there, but we've read through it word for word before. Now, God offers you forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. When Jesus was ready to ascend back to heaven after dying on that cross as our Savior, to pay the price for the guilt of our sins, giving us the opportunity to be forgiven and redeemed and saved for eternity. He told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation, He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. See, God sent Jesus with a message. We call it the gospel, the gospel message of salvation. And if you will come to him in repentance of your sins and surrendering to him in baptism for the remission of your sins as your Savior, then God will cleanse you. He will forgive you of all the guilt of all your sins, and you will be reborn spiritually. You'll be given a new start on life from a spiritual perspective. There were thousands of Jewish men gathered on Pentecost, as portrayed in Acts chapter 2. After Jesus had risen from the grave and ascended back to heaven, After he had told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. As Peter's words were highlighted in Acts chapter 2, he convicted and convinced many of the Jewish men gathered there that day that they needed to repent and come to God through Jesus Christ. They had rejected the Savior. They needed to accept him. They had not believed in him as being the Savior and the Son of God. They needed to believe with all of their heart. And they did not obey him, but now they needed to repent and obey him. And so many of them asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, what shall we do in Acts chapter 2 in verse 37? And Peter responded, repent. Repent. You've got to change your mind and change your behavior. You rejected your Savior. You've got to accept him. You did not believe in him. You need to believe in him. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. They needed their sins forgiven, and that can only happen through Jesus Christ. It can only be extended by God through his son, your Lord and Savior. And so as they would be baptized into Christ, and baptism is immersion, completely being buried in the water, not having a little water sprinkled on your head or poured over your head or a little water rubbed on your forehead. It's a complete submersion in the water. That's what the word means, baptize. And as You're buried in that watery grave. You're being buried in the likeness of Christ as he was put into that tomb in the ground. And just as he came forth from that grave, risen, alive, as you are buried in those waters of baptism, you die to that old life of sin with all of its guilt. The blood that Jesus shed on the cross cleanses you of the guilt of your sins As Ananias told Saul of Tarsus, arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. And as you come up from that water, you are forgiven. You are redeemed. You are in Christ. You were baptized into Christ, Romans 6 and verse 3. You have been made new, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. You have been reborn, John chapter 3 and verse 5. You have been saved, 1 Peter 3 and verse 21. What a blessing is awaiting you. And in so doing, you're pulling away from the devil's lead and into the arms of of your heavenly Father, he's waiting for you. Make up your mind. Don't let the devil win. Don't let the devil win. In John chapter 14 and verse 27, Jesus told the apostles on the night of his betrayal that they need not be afraid. We read this, he said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Neither let it be afraid. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, the apostle Paul wrote, when you come to God through Christ, when you're baptized for the remission of your sins, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Don't let the devil win. Make up your mind. We'll dig a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Thank you for your love, and thank you for sending your Son to that cross on our behalf. Thank you for the gospel plan of salvation. Help us to obey it and live by it, Father, and to share it with others. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.